Today we'll be reviewing Retina Scan's new record. It's called The Curse of the Emerald Tablets. It's coming up right here on Moonshine and Music Review. This is Moonshine and Music with Joe Shelton. Wait a minute, that's me. Anyway, we're going to bring you some inspiring songwriters, musicians, and maybe some side challenges and other stuff around the music industry. So stick with us right now, because the show is coming your way. Woo! Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music Review. Today we're going to be reviewing Retina Scan. Um, The album is called The Curse of the Emerald Tablets, which I think is awesome. We got Brent Schlemmer and Brent Smith, Brent Lee Smith, and Bailey Shelton on board. Bailey, what's going on behind you? There's some crazy stuff in your background today. Uh, yeah, so I was having some trouble getting on the Zoom. It made me re-download Zoom for some reason. And so uh, in the meantime, I downloaded uh, this meme of, hold on, let me, it's of uh, Eric Andre. And it's, uh, he's like out front of, I think it's the White House. And he's like shaking the gaze and like, my man. So um, that was my choice of Zoom background today. And she's eating a pear. I am. Brent Lee Smith, what are you up to today? Uh, well, I got up, I was going to do some stuff, and my body said, you're tired, go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep, then I got up, and now we're doing this. So a challenging day for you, like you... Yeah, yeah it's weird, I don't know, it's the last while, like once I'm up, like 90 minutes, and my body seems to think that's already a fairly full day, And but hopefully I'll be able to be a productive around the house after we do this. And I'm excited for this. Like when uh, you send the link for it, I was like, oh, what's this going to be? And then now I know, I guess. <laughs> and, talk about it. Brent Schlemmer, the king of B&B TV, is, yeah. uh, is here. And uh, in between editing and filming sessions. Um, yep. And I sold, and, and I'm still working on the sales team thing for Books and Brews. So, my morning was all distribution and whatnot, and my afternoon was all interviews and editing. So, split it up. I'll do it all. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about this LP, and I'm going to go ahead and play the first track. I mean, I guess we can talk about this band a little bit before we do that. Um, it's a it's an interesting uh, creation from C. Tram Shackle. Um, I think it's kind of his... Um, you know, side project, uh, that he's got going on. He, he seems to be a man of a thousand side projects and, uh, and Steven Darbro is on this. I know playing some, uh, uh, some drums and he is the a drummer for, uh, Midwest contraband on the normal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's a vocalist as well. Kind of. There's a vocalist called Jaxty and I'm not sure who that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's an interesting little project and there's some interesting videos out there of it um, on uh, of the songs on the, that you can find on the internet. Oh, I didn't see the videos. I just started the music. You know, it it seems to me that what I what the what I caught from this is that is that Retina Scan has already done stuff by himself. That's like his 
you know, moniker for So it's not really the band name as much as it's like that producer guy. And I think he got a hold of Siege and said, Hey, do you want to play guitar on this weird thing I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't think it's, I think it was, uh, I think somebody pulled Siege into this as opposed to the other way around, which is usually how he rolls. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, see, that, that clears it up. Like I that. haven't even talked to Seach about this because I wanted to be uh, like uh, free and clean when we did the uh, when we did the um, review. Sure. Um, I, I know that uh, Seach has uh, volunteered to come on and do a review with us, so we're going to try to get him in here soon to do one of these. Oh, that'd be fun. Which I think will make it interesting. Yeah. We something that's totally non Seach when we do that, right? Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> I like the the retina scan thing, like just the name. Like I had my retina scan this week too, so it's kind of apropos, I guess. So, yeah. what did you learn from your retina scan? Well, that my uh, my peepers are the same sort of bad. I thought they were maybe getting a little worse. I'm just getting old, so that's why my vision's changed a little bit. So, yay! You're getting old. Well, so am I. Hush, I got many years on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I'm the youngest. All right, so let's play this first track. It's called The Hero. You can find this album, The Curse of the Emerald Tablets, on Bandcamp. Um, so here's the first song. <laughs> Okay, so there's a little bit of the sound of the first uh, tune on there. Um, you know, uh, who, who wants to jump in first with their thoughts on the hero? Uh, I, I'll go, I guess. Um, like, I didn't know what this was, like, when I got it, when you sent me the link. And then, like, I saw uh, on the page, like, how all those songs were short. I was like, okay. And then, like, reading the little, you know, bored about it, talking about vocals and this and that, and then never hear any vocals. It's cool. Like, like I want to go see the videos uh, of it now to see how they match up for what was in my head. The whole thing was just like sounded like a movie soundtrack, and just, you know different parts of it. And like I thought, you know, they were all pretty fitting for how each song was titled for like a different kind of scene or whatever. Uh, and like with the first one, the hero, I thought it was a, a pretty good you know intro to you know the project or whatever. Like, everything kind of fit and. Here's a, the hero being introduced to everybody. Um, when I started hearing this, it kind of like you, it's like super cinematic, but honestly what it reminded me of immediately was like like 2D side-scroller video game soundtracks. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That's like that, what I said it, when, I heard, when I heard this the first time too. I think I even said that to Siege. I was like, that's really cool. When does the actual video game come out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if, like the name of it is like a total video game title. So I was, um, I was looking forward to that. I was like, okay, so it's like you, um, there's like a, it, it's kind of like a proto men deal, you know? It's like a like a rock opera type. Like the the album tells the story or whatever. That was what yeah. I was looking at. I, I, I like the way. Now I don't know if this is an actual genre or if they coined this, but cinematica. 
yeah. I was like, that's a perfect description. Whether, yeah. you know, like I said, I try not to pay much attention to the like sub genres of everything. Mm-hmm. But Cinematica sounds like it's like a, like a, like an old machine. Like you're going, Oh, we're going down to the Cinematica to get our pictures. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can dig it. I mean, my uh, my initial thought uh, in hearing it is um, is a little different because I'm I, the first time through listening to it, uh, I, I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for somebody to start singing. Yeah, and uh, which is definitely on me, not on the artists at all. It's on my um, um, complete closed-minded, horrific view of it that like. Oh God! Everything has to have vocals, and then instrumental songs uh, matter, Joe. Yeah, and as soon as I got <laughs> over that, being a singer, songwriter, and my own narcissism, I went back and uh, listened to it a second time. And I, um, the 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 guitar parts throughout this album. I mean, but on this first song, I really, really, really love the swirling guitar tones that are going mm-hmm. on, and just want to see him actually play that stuff live, so I can figure out what he's doing you know like yeah <laughs> to make those to make those tones come out like um yeah i'm not a guitarist but it does it sounds great and it does sound complicated <laughs> yeah everything sounds complicated let's go on to the next track um here and bloop share the screen so we can hear it it's called the love interest Um, the, I want to give my first impression of this one is that um, the, the, the best thing in this, the thing that really makes me excited is to hear those chimes get dragged across because mm-hmm. like um, my aunt used to have this set of those chimes on her porch and I simply could not walk past them without dragging my fingers across them and making them go. <laughs> and that comes sparkling in there. And I was just like, Okay, love that. I like when, <laughs> when's it going to happen? Your aunt is the love interest in question. What's that? <laughs> Plot twist your aunt is the love interest in question. Let's hope not. Um, let's. I <laughs> <laughs> well, no, having seats as your uncle has. Uh, has you know, it has its, its benefits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you want to call it that? Would be a cool uncle. <laughs> if you want to call it that. <laughs> It would be a cool uncle. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think it, I could totally see my impression of this is that and it's this is a full channeling of Frank Zappa. Like there's if you listen to like the kind of created Zappa albums like uh, Civilization Phase 3 where it's not really musicians, you know, playing arrangements as much as there's stuff going on. 
that's there. A lot of it's just there for the, you know, I don't want to say shock value, but just for the, the impact of that particular sound. Like you said, you know, just a little wind chime, you know, with that real throaty guitar part going on. And like all of that really felt like, you know, a Zappa kind of like modern version. You know, Frank's been dead for 30 years. He, at the end of his life, you know, he was just starting to kind of tap into the technology, you know, and it makes you wonder like, because he's always been on that front, was always on the front edge of technology. You know, I can just imagine what he would be doing right now with what's available. Yeah. You know, he was probably one of the first guys to do all digital recordings and things like that. So to have access to just like the level of production, I mean, let's face it, these guys made this album in their, in a bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's probably, probably higher tech than anything Zappa ever did. It's kind of wild, all the production elements that are in there, considering like uh, knowing that they did this during the quarantine where people couldn't get together, you know? Yeah, they just sent the tracks off and put your part on, man. Um, the, the whole vibe I get from the whole thing is you know, kind of going with the, like the video game thing we talked about, is it's kind of like a, like a Hong Kong martial arts movie. And, <laughs> And just, you know, yeah. going through, you know, we already had the hero and just some hero. Now we got the love interest. Something's probably going to happen to her. Send the hero on a quest to get her back. Um, you know, and as, you know, just looking at the, the song titles as we come up, it's like, all right. Like, I had to listen to it a few times. Like, you, I was waiting for, uh, you know, some vocals. And then after, like, the fourth song, I'm like, well, I guess there aren't any. And you know, then it's kind of, you know, retook it in, too. And... Well, I, I do think on that last song, there's a there there's a vocal going on, but the vocal isn't like a um, like an out front vocal. It's like got some kind of effect on yeah like a voice effect that's happening. And just not, a thing like in the background, just, not an actual yeah, like, lyrical vocal. Yeah, you know, but it's another keyboard part almost. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like it's a synthesizer. It's another keyboard layer. It's just somebody's doing it with their mouth instead. Yeah, like I. I changed the speakers on my computer. I got speakers plugged in and then I got speakers that are just on my monitor and I switched them around just to make sure I wasn't missing something. I was like, okay, nope, that's, that's just this one. See these, they're not called ivories for nothing. <laughs> um, I thought when my thought with this song is completely, <laughs> I feel like this is completely different, but it reminds me a lot of um, the like modern R and B uh, vibes that I listen to. Um, which I found really interesting because it's um, it's like the only song on the album that really reminds me of that. Um, so that kind of like that smooth, um, I don't even know what instrument we're talking about, maybe guitar, um, is like super like soul R&B vibes, um, very Liana Las Havas, um, Liana La, La Havas, yeah. Um, that's what it reminded me of the most, um, which if you're going to have a love interest, I feel like, something that completely like contrasts the hero in a like feminine way would be like a like like a sexual or like sensual like jazzy r&b figure so i liked it yeah Uh, like my one criticism and it's more for the like potential fictional lady that this is about if the song didn't last longer i felt bad for her (laughs) Wow, you could only last two minutes, huh? All right. Well, you know, he is a hero. He's busy, I guess. (laughs) 
All right. Now we're going to go to <laughs> the secret passage. What do you think? Hi, Indiana Jones. Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah. At first, it sounds kind of like the, the tuning song. And then, oh, it just kind of sounds all right. Let's do more with this. <laughs> I kind of was feeling that this one had a, um, a, a definite, like, this could definitely be a level on Mario Brothers 8 or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, he's like, you- ding, 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 ding. But it's not. You know, it's a different, mm-hmm. different melody. Yeah. <laughs> he goes down yeah. one of the. Like a dungeon level. For this, and he goes down one of the the tube things, and he's in, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the crazy line I, or whatever. He's down in the underground, yeah, yeah. Well, the secret passage—that's where he goes to. There was even a repeating sound where I was like, "Oh, look, a new enemy has appeared!" Like, all right, <laughs> yeah. Right, this one, this one seemed to be the most so far to be the most like scenic music, you yeah. know, under the dialogue as something's happening you know, on screen, you know, yeah, that, like I said, the Cinematica, like, designation of this is dead on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's wanting to make an independent film, they should totally look this up, this album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think it over, you know. Yeah, like, after listening to it, I've, you know, tried to look up, see if maybe, like, this was a soundtrack and not just a project, and I was a little disappointed it wasn't, so... Um, have you guys heard of Undertale? It really reminds me of like the Undertale music. <laughs> um, okay, it's a video game that's like it's newer, but it very much plays off of like the the side scroller style and that. Yeah, y'all ain't hip. <laughs> that's true. We're totally lacking our hip today. <laughs> All right. So hard to walk this next one's kind of like it feels like the title track, the Emerald Tablets. Yeah. We've 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 taken the hero and the love interest, and we've gone down the secret passage, and we we finally found the Emerald Tablets. 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 <laughs> Keep waiting for this one to kick in with flash. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how every sound seems to have like a purpose, like to tell the story. 
uh, like more specifically than in, you know, of course, uh, you're playing it, you know, to convey something, but you know, just like every little thing is another element of this universe or whatever, this story. I, I, I think it's really good um, storytelling without, uh, without the, the, the vocals to tell the story or the lyrics to tell that story. Yeah. I, you know, like a silent movie track that's like played to the movie, but without the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a total skill that's going on here that's, uh, you know, that should not be um, played lightly, even though, you know, we're comparing it to things that we would see in video games and things. Those kinds of story, those kinds of music pieces are what carry those stories along inside those games. And this is, uh, this is doing it all without the help of any kind of visual as you're listening to yeah. it. You know, I mean, they do have some videos out with some visual things going on, but this is um, definitely a... Um, you know, a really well-told story. Yeah, it's like um, like the symphonies, you know, they're telling stories or whatever. Like, I'm trying to think of the one, of, uh, like Peter and the Wolf, I forget who did that oh, one. Oh, right. Prokofiev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's, uh, especially like here, even if the, like the song titles help, you know, give some context, and even like without them just, you know, listening to them in order and just kind of seeing how, what it builds to and there's stuff going on. It's, it's real cool. Like I'm digging it. And like I said, I, I, I really dig. I mean, it, this, this particular one makes me wonder, like if they put this together, you know, like kind of in that virtual way where it was just like, here's the tracks play off of this. Mm-hmm. Like what, what started that? You know, like what did, you know, like I'm going to go, I'm going to go by the assumption that, Retina scan sent Siege some bed tracks, and he said, "Here, just play over this," and that's how it kind of got going. And then the vocal thing kind of happened later, so it's kind of like, "Okay, here's the main production and all the bed tracks and things." I want guitar on this, so he sent them off. Like, but listening to be to the beginning of that, it really kind of it just has that one kind of bop bop. You know, there's just that that keyboard pad going, and then all of a sudden Siege is playing over that in what feels like a rhythmic way, but there's really no rhythm and there's only the one chord happening. And he's making this decision of like, well, I'm going to use that flat set. You know, like I, that one thing jumps out at me in that little intro piece there that you played. It's like, Oh, there's a, he decided, excuse me. He decided there was going to be the flat seven instead of, you know, like he made some musical decisions that probably changed the direction of what happened later you know like changed how you know maybe how it was mixed or whatever you know like maybe i I, you know like i said i have no idea how that came down the line to him like how did what did he get to play over if you listen to the beginning of that there's not much going on it's like that's it and then here comes this you know changed up guitar part how did did he do that that's that's impressive to me or it's like oh that's really cool i'd like to hear you know like what kind of instructional guidance he was given, you know, I'm guessing probably not much. Like here's the tracks, do what you want to do. I, I no idea. You know, we'll, we'll ask him when we, uh, you know, right. We'll, we'll interview him a little while he's getting ready to do the music review for the next. For well, the- maybe, <laughs> maybe we can get him to do, to do a reaction video to this video. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be great. Like, oh, screw you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. You'd be, you'd be seeing him like this half the time. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, It'd be cool though. I would, I would watch that. <laughs> I think the, the thing with me with this sort of thing, you know, last, I feel like we talked about before, um, like there are certain bands when you listen to an album, you wish you could hear them live. I feel like with pretty much any time I hear Siege play guitar, it's like, there are very few people who I'm like, if you were band practicing in my house, I would be completely content with like hearing this in the background all the time. And I feel like for me, that band that I'm like, you can practice in my house at any time is like Siege just on a guitar, like playing around, like <laughs> just like, just picking through whatever like arpeggiations he feels fit. Um, and so that's the, the part that I really like about this album and I'm impressed by is like, I never really understand what's going on with that. And I don't feel like I need to, yeah. like he could just do his thing and I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think Siege would be interesting napping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's three rooms away, but there's an amp. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we're going to go to the bad guy here. So, you know, with every good story, we have to have a villain. I love that uh, operatic vocal in there, and along with the the contrast of that, um, you know, I mean, just really mean guitar underneath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now, if we're talking about the bad guy, that really fits. Yeah, I mean, this track in in its entirety, like even if you're only sort of listening to it, it kicks in, and you're like, oh, it's a dungeon. <laughs> you're like, oh god. The door like shuts behind you. Yeah. He rises from the ground in a fit of snakes and fog. Like you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely a formidable foe. Yeah. Uh, like it leads up to it, kind of like, all right, we're, something's about to happen. And then, oh, you got this giant thing, whatever that you need to handle. Yeah, it's like the reveal happens with this song. You absolutely have to land on that thing's head three times, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then a giant red ruby pops up in the middle of its forehead. You hit that three times. Yeah. <laughs> After you've already hit him six times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hit him three times know, in the red game, definitely three. They seem to be very yeah. consistent with that. Rule of threes. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a cut scene where they like swirl into the air and then explode. And then the princess drops down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but where's the emerald tablets? And that's what we find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So the bad guy somehow gets into a car chase. I mean, I feel like that one there, um, you know, I, I can instantly, you know, because they made the little, the car, this car sound effects happens. It feels like, you know, when you're playing a game and it's a shooter and suddenly they let you drive something. Not like yeah. Grand Theft Auto where you're always driving something, but like, you know, a regular game <laughs> playing along and then suddenly a vehicle is actually allowed, you're allowed to get in it and drive it. <laughs> yeah, you have to get in the car to get to the next, yeah. next level or something. You're on, you're, the car stereo is what you're hearing at that point. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think uh, on this one, like, it kind of speeds up, but I think it's actually, like, a slow car chase. But it's just a music in the car. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just actually being chased by uh, Seach's dog. What's his dog's name? Budge. Budge, uh, yeah. Mudge. Budge Ramshackle. He's, yeah, he's getting chased by Smudge because he wants to help get the bad guy. <laughs> I had a thought. I forget what. Oh, um, so this couldn't have come up before, but... I have a thing about uh, songs that include car noises in that they always make me go like, what the hell's happening out there? Like, and I know we live on like a country road, like we live on a suburb (laughs) off of a country road. So there's no way that someone could like fast and furious car squeal like that at the beginning of the song, but it happened. And I don't know why I just immediately looked out the window. I was like, what the hell? What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Got me again. <laughs> Freaking retina scan. <laughs> He's got a knife. I can't do anything. We keep talking about Siege, and I, you know, like I, I kind of want to touch on the fact that you know mm-hmm. he's really just kind of a he's a side he guy on this. Like all of this kind of creation comes from retina scan. I don't know who this guy is, girl. I mean, who knows? I don't know who, I know who this is. So I know it's a dude because on their their Facebook page they have um, like a it's like a it's like a comically photoshopped and edited video of the entire EP, um, and then also on the the Bandcamp page the profile photo is Retina Scan holding a knife. Okay. Um, and so I'm like that must yeah, be I, him. I don't know who he is, but. That's that's Retina Scan. He's got a real interesting approach, you know, to like, I mean, especially for this. Like I said, this is all I've heard. I haven't heard anything mm-hmm. else by, you know, this. Maybe this is a one-off project. It didn't feel like it to me. It seemed mm-hmm. like, oh, this is just another. He just wanted to do something while in quarantine and had been doing something. Like whether this is completely different than what Retina Scan normally is mm-hmm. or if this is just, you know, like an extension where he brought in some other people just because he could. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd like. I guess we need to kind of listen to see what regular production is. Darbo is Retina Scan because that's his picture on the top of the. Um, in there, I can I can tell it's him. So like, uh, see up here on the top of the Facebook page. Oh yeah, 
that's definitely him, right? Yeah, yeah. What photos do we have of them? Like, you know, okay, so there's that cover photo. Um, but I don't know what else, what what I I haven't haven't scanned. I'm retina scanning the retina scan page. Yeah. So like this thing here is like a video that should be watched. Yeah, it's fun. It's, the it's animations are really cool. And, and ramshackle. And it says retina scan. So I think he's retina scan. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and so this is some really cool video work that happens. Um and the fight scene I think is the next track, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's check this out for that. Okay, so I'll back it up here. And we'll that's the whole Emerald Tablets video. Yeah, it's oh, the full it? Yeah. It's a video of just fight scene. If you go on your, I guess it would be your right, it's the third video down. Oh, let me click on, on the, the fight scene. Yeah, there we go. My favorite one. So if you're on the audio podcast, you need to go find their Facebook page. Retina Scan is spelled R-E-T-N-A-S-K-A-N and check that out. Um, but uh, what do you guys think of the fight scene? Um, I think that the video element to it adds a certain level of like intensely good comedy. Just like it adds, a certain, <laughs> like it's very intentionally um, like, yeah, like poorly done. I don't want to say that. It's like, the it's well done intentionally like um like you can see the seams of it you know it's like it looks like a patchwork or a collage collage yeah there we go yeah Mm -hmm. this is my favorite song just because they're like it's like so much happening because it's a big fight or whatever (laughs) i I hadn't seen the video until just now which just kind of brought that home a little bit more Mm -hmm. um I don't know. I just I like how it's just kind of everywhere, but there's still something in there too. There's like all this confusion, but there's still it's for a purpose. Yeah, I um I I think that the uh, the fight scene song, as I looked at the uh, the Bandcamp page, it says written by Seach. Um, so I think that it's the one that he completely wrote, um, according to the credits anyway, and yeah. that it's a pretty um. Uh, it's a pretty outstanding uh, uh, piece of work there. I, I love the 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 feeling of it and a little bit of rage and a little bit of um, you know um, uh, light-hearted rage. Even uh, the way that it fit, kind of feels like it. Yeah, it's silly like, rage. Yeah, it's like it gets really mad, and then you're like laughing at yourself because you're so mad, and then you're right. you know. <laughs> Which is really the the plot of Fight Club. So. <laughs> <laughs> sort of yeah <laughs> um so uh, all right the last uh track is a victory um let's get it. 
I mean, of course, there has to be a victory. It has to be a happy ending, I think. Well, maybe the bad guy won. That's still victory. So um, when we when we do this, I feel like the very last piece here is kind of like if you're playing Mario Kart and they come out with the platform and the trophies. Like, mm -hmm. like <laughs> you say that, or if it's like a Tetris level, you know, two hundred, and you get the fireworks. Right. Right. <laughs> what was that, Brent? I just said, "Yep." Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That was my response to the Tetris comment. <laughs> so, uh, overall, I think we're all, I, I mean, I know I'm a, a total thumbs up. I think uh, oh, yeah. it, it, the, the, it takes you to a whole different place, catapults you there. I mean, you, um, uh, you know, I, I think somewhere I read that it said, uh, you know, for your quarantine entertainment or uh, the background while you're uh, stuck at home during quarantine or something like that. And, um, I, I totally, totally agree. Uh, I think like it's, like the whole thing is like 15 minutes too, but it feels longer in a good way because like it has this big story arc that like it was complete and it's like cool but weird and like, oh, all right, you know. So if you're just doing something, you got 15 minutes, listen to this. You got longer than 15 minutes, listen to it again. <laughs> all right. Um, loop, I, let it go. Yeah. I think the um, the real great part about this is um, I honestly f constantly forget that there's like music without vocals that I could be listening to, um, and so oftentimes like I have real trouble reading something or like just working and listening to music because um, when I was in school I had lots of like language classes. So it was like, I, I couldn't really listen to music and focus on my homework at the same time. And now like, you know, I do writing work or um, like talking based work and it's like, okay, well I can't, I need something that's purely background music. And I so often I'm like, Oh wait, I could just put on like something like that and I could draw to it or copy edit to it. And I could not have the lyrics interfering with what I'm thinking. It could actually help like inspire. So um, I think I'm definitely going to turn this on when I have to, like I'm making a, like a D and D character sheet later today. So I might do that. Um, turn it on for that. I think that's the, the most useful aspect of an album like this is you can do other things and take it as inspiration. Yeah, I can dig it. You I can do it. <laughs> so what do you think, Mr. Schlimmer? Overall, I, I've been, I enjoy, you know, I've, I've been a, I've been a fan, <clears throat> a fan of like just instrumental music for years. I mean, it's kind of like in my background in music school and whatnot, <clears throat> you know, and, but I, but I do fall into that same thing as you, where it's like, I'm hearing a new local project. You, your brain's like waiting for the vocals to start. And sometimes it takes you that minute to go, Oh, this doesn't. No, this isn't <laughs> like that. We're not. We're not here. And it does take a. It does take a like a mental shift 
to kind of get into that spot where you can accept that as like, I'm going to pay attention to this in a different way than I do when I listen to singer songwriter stuff or whatever, you know, the, the singer songwriter things tell their story in a very overt, here's the story way. And sometimes it's with all art. It's sometimes it's that impression that you get that is really the important part of it, you know, and, and this, this is just literally that more to me, instrumental music is that more pure art form just because it isn't just telling you, here's what it's about. Yeah. Everybody has their own little take on, you know, what's, what's, what's this mean? And, you know, and, and how does that make me feel? And those things are, you know, part and parcel in the core element of any kind of art form. You know, it's, it's one thing to just come right out and say it even obliquely, you know, to talk about something by talking about something else, you know, your brain interprets that with the, with the language skills you grew up with, you know, Mm -hmm. but when you see something or hear something, it triggers your brain to kind of just operate in a completely different way. I always, you know, I've always enjoyed stuff like that where it's like I, when I was in college, one of the benefits of being, you know, in the music school was the fact that you could, you know, all those, all those orchestral concerts and stuff like that, jazz concerts were free you just you know we would go i mean i would i would go to concerts you know four or five nights out of the week because you could it was like hey let's let's run down to the music art center and go see what's going on tonight and it would be anything from like you know the bottom orchestra to the top jazz band to the you know it'd just be one night of programming every and that went on basically every night of the week so you know like I was, you don't, the nice thing is like, you can play, you can make your own movie. You know, it's like they say, it's like reading a book, you know, it's just words. So you're missing the visuals and your brain's going to make those up. This is the opposite of that. No words. So your brain has to kind of reverse engineer that story into a language, you know? And yeah, I really dig when stuff does that. It's uh, it's always been some of my favorite stuff, even though you wouldn't know that from ever having seen me play. (laughs) anywhere you know it's like oh you know i don't i'm not known as a instrumental guy because that's just where i'm at right now but there was a time when it was like oh no we play sometimes the last real full kind of super band that i played in was back in the 90s and you know it was the jam band scene so that falls into that for me too where it's like Mm -hmm. we're going to take you on a little adventure through what we're going to improvise right now. So not only are you hearing something brand new, but we are too, and we're figuring it out as we go, you know, and that's, that to me is always one of the most fun things to do where, you know, like take that roller coaster ride and it's like, okay, we're going to start down here and we're going to build up to this point And then we're going to taper up, you know, all those things that happen in a movie soundtrack. <clears throat> and yeah, I've always loved, doing things like that and playing and listening to that kind of stuff too. So yeah, this falls right into my wheelhouse of from 25 years ago. Cool. Like, at least teach had, you know, done other just uh, instrumental projects. And so like, I wasn't necessarily expecting words and except like reading the little bird. Uh, and it gave credit for like cinematic vocals. I'm like, okay. So I kept waiting for him. And then after a couple songs, I'm like, all right, that's just a kind of little background thing. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> yeah, kind of um, got me. Then I realized what was going on. I'm like, all right, cool. 
Well, thanks for doing the review today. And, um, you know, we, we have, uh, 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 this, this show coming up this week and next week we're going to have another, uh, moonshine circle show. Um, and, uh, that one's got, uh, a couple of three different performers, uh, Joe Martin, Ricky and Bobby Stevens from St. Louis. And, um, Oh yeah. The the third name is escaping me at the moment, but he'll be in the he'll be in the uh the promos later. Uh but I um uh appreciate you guys doing this and uh getting another album review out of the way. And uh look in a couple of weeks we'll we'll be back and with another review and we'll uh and we'll have Siege with us and uh and mix up the 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 Zoom crew here that we've got going. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that won't be fun. No yeah. way that won't right? be fun. That's true. So um Anyway, thanks for doing it, guys. Appreciate it. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Not Less Entertainment. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. The producer for today's show was Joe Shelton. Our cameraman grip and stunt double was Brent Lee Smith. On cameras and all sorts of other things, Bailey Shelton. And our staff guru is Brent Schlemmer. Join us each Sunday for new episodes right here with Moonshine and Music.